Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. I'm here with Kaunda Chama as always. Um, we are going to get straight into our topic this week, which is a really interesting one. But before I should do that, maybe I should do something like introduce Kaunda. Kaunda, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's always good to be on the Post Up Podcast in the Post Up Zone, you know. That is indeed it. Uh, the Post Up Podcast available on Supersport. And uh, make sure you check out all of our Post Up products. We've got postupzone.com, something that will give you loads of information around NBA, WNBA. We love basketball on there. So we talk about it from an African perspective, um, as well as WNBA Courtside, our WNBA show, um, focused on what's good, great in the WNBA. Count and I are on that show together with two of our esteemed colleagues, uh, Letabo Ngumalo. And in Tabi Seng, um, Moshe, excuse me, Moshe, yes, Moshe. You know, I had Moshe, to clear my Moshe. throat there because I, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting old and uh, I just had peanuts. You know, th that's the kind of stuff that could kill a person. But in Tabi Seng, Moshe, she should be um, mentioned as highly as possible. She's our analyst on the ground in the US, um, currently in Seattle at the moment, where uh, people are still um, really struggling with the storm having lost in the playoffs but um the WNBA playoffs themselves have been incredible and we've got counter before we go into our central topic um we have to talk about the fact that the chicago sky and the WNBA finals um and they could face the las vegas aces who were losing finalists last year or the phoenix mercury um who could be doing something mm -hmm. incredible this year how have you the, found when I, these, these uh, semis I've loved the playoffs, and I think you and I did speak about the potential of the lower seeds uh, coming up victorious over the higher seeds, and that's what happened, of course, when you look at the uh, Phoenix versus, um, uh, sorry, uh, when you talk about Connecticut versus Chicago, and there you go, top mm. seed gets knocked out, gets eliminated by the sixth seed, which is interesting, yeah. fantastic, and all things good at the same time, and also wants to make me go out there and find Derek Fisher and have some stern words with him for letting <laughs> Candace Parker leave my Los Angeles Sparks. But I think I'll leave that for another podcast, Cyrus. You probably should. You probably should. We don't want any of that hate. I mean, Derek Fisher perhaps is the most deserving of it when it comes to coaches. But um, I think let's let's get let's stick to uh, uh, that on another day. So, Kanda, let's get into our main topic, which is, you know, as we build up to the regular season in the NBA, um, we have to really pay attention to who could be taking the Larry O'Brien home um, this coming season. Now, uh -huh. last season was incredible because when you think about the eventual winners being the Milwaukee Bucks, they were really sort of, people were down on them. You know, they, they, their postseason form had been poor for the last few seasons. Yes, they'd had Giannis win a couple of, like a back-to-back -back MVP, regular season MVP award. And so there was still some level of expectation. But then you also had a Brooklyn Nets, Nets team that had uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. So all eyes were on them. And the way the season, season panned out last season was really, really incredible because some people you just never saw coming. The Eastern Conference Finals included the Atlanta Hawks. Um, you know, you look at the West, you had the Clippers suddenly still playing well and getting to their first ever Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard because he was injured. Um, and it was just a fantastic, fantastic uh, NBA season. Um, this season, though, Kaunda, there's a lot of really interesting stories. Central to one of those stories are your Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, and sir. I've got to ask you, 
do you think this is a season where they can do something special? So maybe I should ask that in a different way, right? Let's look at it this way. Let's 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 play a bit of a game. I want you to give me your top three contenders from the Eastern Conference, top uh-huh. three contenders from the Western Conference, and uh-huh. we'll do some honorable mentions along the way in terms of teams okay. you think might have a shot. I will do the same. Okay. But we'll start with you. Let's start in the East before we go into the West because I know you're going to be talking about them Lakers. So in the East, who are your, <laughs> your contenders? Look, uh, in the East, uh, uh, right smack at the top there, uh, I've got the Brooklyn Nets. The, the the Brooklyn Nets have read up in a big way, Cyrus. They've got the best offensive uh, backcourt in the NBA. One of the best offensive backcourts that's ever been seen in the history of the of the league, Cyrus. Where have you ever seen three players in the same backcourt that can give you 50 points on any night? And I'm talking about Kevin Durant, the best scorer in the league right now. I'm talking about James Harden, potentially one of the best, uh, if not the best, two guards in the league. Then we've got Kyrie Irving, also a top uh, point guard. I would say he is the best, but, you know, there's also Steph Curry there to ask me what I'm talking about if I ever said mm-hmm. that. But if you look at it, Cyrus, they've also got some impressive people in the front court. Getting back LaMarcus Aldridge, who's a great player, yeah. you know, in, in that squad, still having the likes of Blake Griffin. I mean, I mean Cyrus, they, they got a they got a Paul Millsap who could still, you know, have a, a rebirth of sorts. They they, they, they mm-hmm. really really read up Cyrus. And to me, if you ask me now, the Brooklyn which Nets, we are. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The Brooklyn Nets, even with two of their uh, prolific backcourt players, as long as it includes Kevin Durant, can take out any NBA team out there on a good day. Now, I cannot disagree with you there. I like that. Cyrus, whether it's it's, it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie or Kevin Durant and, and James Harden, they're still lethal. And we're still, if it's three of them, oh my word. Houston, yeah. and I don't mean the Rockets, we have a problem. <laughs> now, uh, second and deservedly so in the East Cyrus, I've got the the Milwaukee Bucks. The, the yeah. Milwaukee Bucks really showed us what perseverance and just focus can, can, can get you. They, they they really pushed last season, Cyrus. And, and I, I know a lot of people are going to say like, oh yeah, that you know the, the stars were shining on them everything fell into uh you, you, you know into order for them because Kyrie got injured and James Harden got injured and and then, and then Kevin Durant was wearing a, a shoe that was too big and possibly one of his best mm-hmm. postseason performances in his career which yeah. made uh, what could have been a three-pointer uh, an actual two-pointer field goal and that changed the course of the the postseason for both teams and obviously no uh, one told them to have such big feet though so that's not on the bucks but i hear you cyrus you 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 gotta balance it out right you you, if you're that tall if you're a seven footer (laughs) which i still believe kevin durant is you're gonna wear big shoes yeah and at my third spot cyrus because obviously you know i can say so much about the bucks the nigerian targaryen uh yanis atatokounmpo um 
you know, Drew Holiday, great guard, uh, Chris Middleton, I think he almost came into his own. I don't really think we saw the best Middleton that we can ever see, but he did what he needed to do and they got the Larry O'Brien trophy. Bobby Portis was such a role player. I had so much fun watching him. PJ mm -hmm. Tucker, Cyrus, they, they were such a great squad. The, it, it just worked for them. I think it was their year. Then at number three, they might be plagued with a bit of a problem at the moment, but the Philadelphia 76ers for me okay. are still a great squad. And I think I'm not sure I put them at third because I'm not sure they can really, really go all the way and lift that Larry O'Brien trophy with the squad looking the way it is. But yeah. they are in my top three teams uh, in the East. And uh, okay. should I give you my honorable mention now or we should Look, I think let's, we, let's, let's save that because I think that's where we might differ. If we're looking okay. at it, and I think this is the key thing here, number one and number two, we're on the same page here. I'm a mm -hmm. big believer that the Brooklyn Nets are the main favorites in the Eastern Conference, though, interestingly, people have then started to, to reevaluate that when they look at Kyrie Irving's potential non-availability because of his not being vaccinated and what that might mean for the team. But I still think that, like you mentioned, and this is the key thing, if you have Kevin Durant and James Harden, you've got a great team. And the fact that they've also got, like you mentioned, Blake Griffin, Paul Millsap, LaMarcus Aldridge, they've got a lot of really great veterans who are part of that team. We've left out the likes of Joe Harris, who's a fantastic yep. scorer. And, um, you know, this team has played some incredible basketball over the years. And they've also unearthed certain stars as well, because Bruce mm -hmm. Brown was fantastic in the playoffs last season. And we haven't even mentioned who I think might be the, the sixth man of the year, depending on how he gets used, is Paddy Mills. And um, he, for me, is the key as to what happens with this Brooklyn team, because I think they've also realized that they don't they can't necessarily count on their star players to always be fit, which means mm -hmm. they have to have a bench that is really bringing it and a bench that can give you loads of points when you need to. They've got some defense on there in the likes of the youngster, Nicholas Claxton. Um, so I think that it's a good mix that they have in Brooklyn. I also agree in terms of the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to be one of those where it's going to be hard to count them out because they're the reigning champions. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo to drop 50 in an NBA Finals is just mental. And to do it the way he did was just phenomenal, especially with his shooting from the charity stripe. So I think that the Bucks have managed to do well in, in bringing back a lot of really good talent. They've kept their core three in Middleton, Giannis, and Drew Holiday. And Bobby Portis is also still part of the mix there. They welcome back Dante DiVincenzo, who got injured early in the playoffs. Pat Connaughton's still there. Brooke Lopez is still there. And they've even brought in a couple of guys to try and help out where they've lost talent. So, for instance, um, yes, P.J. Tucker's gone, and he's gone to the Miami Heat. Um, but then they shouldn't necessarily drop off completely. And I think they will miss his, de his defense. Um, as somebody said on another show, P.J. Tucker is the reason why Kevin Durant didn't average 50 <laughs> in that series. I mean, it's not like he stopped him from scoring, but, uh, you know, he could have been there dropping 50s on people. So when you look yeah, at the current absolutely. Bucket, 
Yeah, Cyrus, exactly. I, I mean, P.J. Tucker is a defensive force all the way back from if you look when he was in Houston. I mean, he's mm -hmm. always been that guy that you can depend on to, 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 to give you some great defensive minutes, especially against a superstar when he's guarding yep. a superstar such as Kevin Durant. And the fact that him and Kevin Durant go way back, he understands what kind of a player... Kevin exactly. Durant is, and I think he played a big, big role. I mean, to the point where even Kevin Durant's mom was like, "Hey, what you trying to do, <laughs> get my off son? my son?" <laughs> so, yeah, it's you, true. You know, Cyrus, they're gonna miss that about PJ Tucker, but I, but I still feel they've got enough pieces offensively and defensively exactly. To, exactly. to make a deep push. Uh, that, exactly. Look, I'm not, I'm not gonna predict a back to back, but who knows? Things change. It's, it's not impossible. Because the other it's, thing for me is look at some of the other guys they brought in. Rodney Hood, they've brought back, and he's a he's a pretty good defensive player. They lost Bryn Forbes, who was one of their best three-point shooters in the regular season, and they've added Grayson Allen. His personality is not my favorite, but he plays really well. Um, and he could actually weigh in with stuff. I think one of the, the low-key additions to this team that could be a really big one is George mm -hmm. Hill. He's 33, yo, 33 years old, though. But Semi Ojeleye, I think he's going to be a really interesting, um, or as they I, call him, Ojele. I was about to say, I think he'll tell you he's Semi Ojele, but let's keep it moving. He's Ojeleye. I mean, we know this. I, and George Hill is did. 35, not 33. You saw, but you saw what Semi did in the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah. He was playing on that French squad, and I think when he came in, I was one of those people that asked, why isn't this guy back in the NBA? And I was so happy when I heard that actually he had been he's offered gone, a, a spot on the squad. And, and, and you know, he, he's got African roots, so that, that, that's good for us. Exactly. And it's great and for him. Another Afri player with African roots is Nigerian player Jordan Wara, who was in his rookie season last year. And he's mm -hmm. going to be in his sophomore season, still at the Bucks. I think he's going to be a very important part for them because he's actually a really good scorer, got good size. I mean, he's he's standing at 6'8". So, you know, he can play like as a guard forward. I think Jordan Wara will be one of those players that the Bucks will utilize a lot more. So we agree on the top two. Where yep. things get a bit murky is in that third pick because All I'm right. not a hundred percent sold on the 76s. The Ben Simmons story is just not great for me. Um, I, I have a feeling we saw the best of Joel Embiid's health last year. I hope and pray that he stays healthy all the way through the season, but he might have a couple more breaks, which then means that the 76ers have got a few problems on their hands. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that a potential, potential, uh, and I'm using the word potential, the capital P in my top three picks here, um, challenger for the title could be one of these two teams. I'm sitting on the fence here. The Miami Heat or absolutely crazily, the Boston Celtics. Wow. Uh, Took your breath the, away, huh? <laughs> the Boston Celtics get our African, our Gambian German guard, and you already elevate them to championship. They've, they've got a they've got a Nigerian American coach. You know, I mean, I'm going all Africa well, okay. here. You're going, you're going all Africa here, Cyrus. Look, yeah. as much uh, as I love uh, Schroeder, I think he's one of the best guards. Just pretty uh, slightly underrated. I like the look of Jalen Brown. I've, I've been a, a Jason Tatum fan 
Marcus Smart, when he's not frustrating LeBron, is one of my favorite forwards <laughs> as well in the league. Al Horford uh, was in South Africa 2015. Great guy. Um, I think he's one of the great bigs in the league as well. But, but, he's but you're listing all these years. guys. Are you listing all of them to say, but? Yes, I've listed those guys. But, Cyrus, championship contention. How deep is the Boston bench? You, you know, like, Not deep at all. I, I, it is as shallow as you can imagine, right? So, so got... I suppose that's why you're sitting on the fence with them. I yeah, mean, with them and the Miami Heat. The thing is, I cannot shake this, and we're going to be talking about it in uh, later on in the show when we talk about potential MVPs. I have this sneaking suspicion that mm-hmm. Jason Tatum is going to have one of the great seasons in the NBA this coming season. I don't know why I can't shake it. Maybe it's because they said he even grew a little bit more, and we saw those pictures of him looking swole. So I don't know. We might see the Jason Tatum that that could really shock the NBA. There was another young player we saw with pictures there with him and his brothers getting really swole. And the season after that, he became not only an MVP, a finals MVP, but he became a champion. So, hey, Mm -hmm. you never know. Look, if if you're using Giannis (laughs) as the yardstick, I'm just saying, you know, things can happen. You remember the the swole pictures of the Tatakumbro? Who who can forget? They were hitting that gym like they, it, like they needed to to keep it down, you know. Like, no, 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 we can't let the gym back up. So, um, Cyrus, so yeah, I, I can't diss your logic there. Things could happen, and and, and you know, we we we'll just see what our African coach can can achieve there at the Celtics. But look, like you know, a, a very wise young man once said this, right? And he mm-hmm. plays for the Lakers now. But I think he was at the Cleveland Cavaliers at the time. That when season starts, the champions are not ahead of anybody. It's a clean slate. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. zero losses and zero wins. So it, it all starts from the bottom going up. So look, Cyrus, we we, we can't start. I mean, there's some teams where we're gonna be like, hey, you know, the New York Knicks. But yeah. like, you know, <laughs> there, there yeah. are other teams, there are other teams where we're like, you know, you can't exactly count out the kind of energy that's in Boston right now. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I won't diss your choice too much. Go for it. Diss it, I don't care. I'm standing by it. I'm saying as uh, those top two teams are pretty far ahead of everybody else, uh, so why not yeah. the Celtics? The, the Heat have got a great chance too when you look at the guys they've brought in and the team that they have, the coach they have, and the setup that they have. So I think the Heat are really good, good pick too. But the, the Celtics, there's something about that Jason Tatum. I just can't... I just can't ignore him. Um, who are your uh, honorable mentions? We won't go in too too deep, but who do you think could be potential people to make an outside shot at making the championship? You're gonna love this because my honorable I'm... mentions on the Eastern Conference in the Eastern Conference, sorry, are the Miami Heat. I like uh-huh. the fact that they acquired uh, a one Kyle Lowry, another great guard from uh, the Raptors. They also got PJ Tucker, but. They've also got still got Bam Adebayo. I I, I like mm-hmm. uh, he I like the way he plays. He's got so much energy, and when he's healthy, that motor never stops. And then one of my yeah. favorite players, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler, Jimmy G Buckets, and the G stands for gets. So Cyrus, <laughs> I, I you know the Miami Heat. What I saw them do two seasons ago when they took the Lakers to the wire, and they said we're not giving up, even when 
in one game, Jimmy Butler looked like he left his mind, body, and his soul on the hardwood in an effort to make sure that the the Heat, uh, you know, make a great uh, contention for that Larry O'Brien Trophy. I uh-huh. can never ever downplay a player of that caliber and the kind of uh, you know uh, the kind of inspiration he is to his teammates, both the younger ones and the older ones. So, Cyrus, my my my, my, my honorable mention, without a doubt. Is the Miami Heat plus they've got a championship coach in Eric Spolstra, so mm-hmm. you know, and then Pat Riley's still there, he's also got yeah. you know, championship in his history. So, Cyrus, I, I had to go with the Miami Heat, yeah. And and look, because I've gone with the Celtics so hard, I'm not going to do an honorable mention because it's either the Celtics or the or the Heat. So, you know, for yeah. me, either one of those definitely an honorable mention. I, I do think those are the, the sort of contenders right now. I mean, watch us be so shocked that the Atlanta Hawks just make another <laughs> jump and Trey Young does something insane. Um, but let's move across to the Western Conference. Um, okay, so we've got the Lakers. Let's get that out of the way. Um, Straight up. You know uh-huh. what it is. So we don't uh, even really need to go too deep into that. You don't need to go too deep into that. Lake show, I, I can give you all the reasons. I can give you LeBron. I, I can give you AD. Uh, you know, we, 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 I, I think what... The, 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 what the Lakers have done is they've put a, a squad together that's a mix of quite a lot of veteran experience with a couple mm-hmm. of youngsters mixed in to see how th- that gumbo works. And I think that gumbo would taste very nice. So let me not wax too, lyri- too, wax lyrical too much on the Lakers and go to my uh-huh. second choice. And my second choice is the Dallas Mavs, Cyrus. The Dallas Mavericks. Okay. I, 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 I like the, the look of the Dallas Mavericks. I believe that uh, Luka Doncic has become a leader now he, he, of that squad. He he is a bona fide leader. I think uh, Europe leads the Mavs very well. If we go back to Dirk Nowitzki, mm-hmm. so so I think I mean I mean he's also been called Baby Bird and Bird meaning Larry Bird mm-hmm. and yeah. Larry also is the Larry O'Brien Trophy. I'm not saying that. You know, they, they, they will win the championship for sure because obviously I'm a Laker fan. But, the, but, the, but, but you think they'll be there? They'll be pushing it. I, I mean, potentially the conference finals, like conference finals. They could get to the conference finals, Cyrus. They, they always strike me as a team that is so level-headed and calm. They they, they don't seem to be too overexcited like some franchise other franchises would be. And it's funny because Mark Cuban gets animated but the I mean, squad he's, he's not he's not steve balmer <laughs> well, no, no 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 those are levels cyrus those yeah, are different that's levels true. But, but 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 you know what i mean i i you know it's it's it's, it's just i i like the composition of that team i i think that the Dallas mavericks have what it takes i mean for a squad like them which was not even at a hundred percent to have given the la clippers which at the time still had Kawhi leonard that much mm-hmm. trouble I, 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 there, there's nothing I, I, I can I can I, I can't really fault them too I like much. The pick. Apart apart from the fact that sometimes they have problems with finishing games. I, I, yeah. I think if they can put yeah. that finishing touch on their game, they, they they will be a force to be reckoned with because they they've, they've got some nice pieces there. They're both front court and back court pieces, and and and, and, and like I, I keep going back to the fact that. I, I believe Luka Doncic has what it takes to be that leader that that, that pushes the, the mm. squad to a conference finals. Look, I, I cannot argue with you on a lot of those points. 
I'm going to let you go to your third pick here in the, in, in the West before I make any comments. Third pick in the West. These guys have got Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray. Are you hearing me? I Aaron am. Gordon I am. These guys. They are the Denver Nuggets. Cyrus, I'm still a believer. I know they were wired by the Lakers last season and the season <laughs> before that, but I'm a believer that the Nuggets will come out fighting again. There's, there's just something there in Denver. Hmm. By the way, I really hate that Denver Nuggets t-shirt you own because it's not mine. But moving right along. And, and, and uh, it comes direct from Denver. That is, I yes. mean, you could almost taste, you know, the Colorado uh, on, on the clothing. That, that, that's why that's why I don't like it. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm Lakers, Mavericks, Nuggets, Cyrus. That, that, that's okay. my three for, 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 wow. for the West. Because I do believe Nikola Jokic, the current, the reigning, uh, regular season MVP, uh, when Jamal Murray is, is fit, uh, I, I think they have uh, uh, a good squad. When I, I think... I was reading somewhere that uh, MPJ, Michael Porter mm -hmm. Jr., could potentially be in the runnings this season for most improved player. I hope that happens because yeah. I think we haven't seen the best of a no, Michael Porter Jr. We haven't Jr. yet. We haven't yet seen the best that we can see from that young man. And I think this is one of those breakout seasons where he just has to come out and say, okay, I've arrived, guys. You know, it's it's been a while. I know you've been waiting for me to arrive. But this is Michael Porter Jr. This yeah. is MPJ. So Cyrus, Look, I, I love that pick. I'm glad I love you that do. pick. I love that pick. I'm gonna say some stuff now, right? Firstly, okay. I agree with you on the Lakers being probably the main um contender for, out of the West. Um, yes, I've talked some smack about their age and potentially how things could really pan out for them going forwards and you know just uh, there's a whole bunch of problems that need to be resolved but when you look at their upside even if they just played with russell westbrook and anthony davis and a few pieces behind them and i'm, I'm not saying lebron james has quit on the game but even if you just had those two this lakers team would be one of those teams that we'd have to pay to pay attention to um, yet the big issues around shooting still need to be resolved. And I think that they've got the guys who are capable of scoring the ball from, from the three-point line and beyond. Uh, you know, I mean, we're not saying four points, but we're certainly saying deep threes. You know, um, I think that they can, they can definitely go the distance. Whether or not they win a championship is a different story, but in terms of being real contenders, the Lakers are there. I'm going to name a team that you have been poo-pooing for a while, and mm -hmm. I think could be one of the contenders and that's the utah jazz it's very hard for me to discount a team that wins a conference um in the regular season though the jazz much like the bucks never really made it transition from regular season to postseason but the bucks when they were being counted out by everybody finally turned a corner and yes maybe that corner was was highlighted by the size of kevin durant's toe they still managed to do it <laughs> And when they got there, you know, they, they they pulled it off. So I think the Utah Jazz, th there isn't anything really spectacular about this team. And I think that's one of the key things for me that I think people are sleeping on. They are a Cyrus, team. Cyrus, Donovan Mitchell, though, is, in, Cyrus, is immense for them. Yeah. We're not tasting the salt in Salt Lake. I, I just want to put it out there. We are not tasting the salt in Salt Lake. First of all, your defensive mm -hmm. player of the year, 
Rudy Gobert, he's a he's an offensive liability. So one problem. No question. Then they've, no they've question. got a veteran guard in Mike Conley with one of the most beautiful contracts in the NBA right now. But who is Mike Conley anymore? It reminds me of that rapper. Who is Mike Jones? Who is Mike Conley? We don't know. He might as well but, be playing for the Memphis Grizzlies, Cyrus, still. Okay, okay. I mean, this is the same Utah. Mike Conley that managed he managed to help the Utah Jazz get to the number one seed in the entire NBA. Not just in the Eastern Conference, and then but what? the entire NBA. And then what? Look, and they had their problems. What, they had their problems. And the uh, this is the Have issue. Have they gotten though, rid of those problems? But they when they had let's let's if we're gonna if we're gonna look at it and and I didn't even go hard on any of your picks. I just let you talk, but it's fine. What I will no, say is bringing, when, when, the, when the Bucks <laughs> when the Bucks proud about it. How did the Bucks change between the season when they were beaten in the bubble and uh -huh winning a championship they didn't necessarily have wholesale changes they made a change at guard in terms of bringing cyrus, in drew holiday that, 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 and, that change at guard was significant cyrus and we can't and, downplay the fact that eric Bledsoe is no drew holiday no he's not but my point being that they were one piece away from changing things what the Jazz can do is potentially also bring somebody else in later in uh, towards the trade deadline if they need to make it an yeah. absolute change in order to, to change things up. Mike Connolly has not been that guy. But the thing about this Jazz team is where they failed was what was their strength. Their three-point shooting was the best in the regular season. They were killing teams yeah. with it. When it came to the postseason, the three-point game just did not translate. And then when they were forced to play on the inside, Mitchell was hurt and he wasn't at 100% and couldn't deliver. Mm -hmm. And Rudy Gobert was a liability. But there's a lot of things that had to go wrong in order for them to completely drop off. And I think that the Utah Jazz are a team that everybody's taking their eyes off. And I think this might be an opportunity for them to show the world that, okay, Maybe we won't be the number one team in the West, but wait till you see us in the postseason this time around. We're not going to be, be the same uh, set of pushovers. We're not going to be doing exactly the same thing that we've done in the past that has failed us. Mm -hmm. So count them out at your own peril. My third pick, and this is a, a really weird one because you mentioned them already, is the Denver Nuggets. But the thing about the Denver Nuggets, and I don't know why I'm pushing this so much, is that I think the Nuggets have quartet that looks really solid when Jamal Murray is fit mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. we're not sure how he will be when he comes back from his knee injury after having surgery but I do think that when you've got Jokic there you've got a Michael Porter Jr. who could potentially get better um, as the season progresses and I like the look of Aaron Gordon in terms of giving them some production on both ends of the court I agree with you. The Nuggets have got something special there. And they've also got a few players that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily be looking at to say, oh, yeah, he could be a real game changer for us. Um, but when, when you look at the likes of uh, Monte Morris, he'll have to do a heck of a lot of work while uh, Jamal Murray's out. But they've also got Jermichael Green, who's there. Will Barton is actually fit. He'll be there. Jeff Green is also there. So I think when you look at those kinds of players, they've actually got a fairly good roster. And, and don't necessarily lose too much when the stars have to take a rest. 
Um, it's mm-hmm. just, can they get elevation from the likes of Michael Porter Jr.? Not just on the offensive end, but also on the defensive end. Because MPJ took a lot of shots from, from the perimeter. And we want to see his mid-range game and him get to the bucket. Yeah. If he can improve Absolutely. on those, I don't see how teams will stop him because of his length. Um, mm-hmm. Now, this is where we start getting to honorable mentions, right? You said you yes, had sir. two um, before we yeah. started recording. So who are your honorable mentions? So I got two honorable mentions. One, mm-hmm. first of all, is the Phoenix Suns. Cyrus, okay. what they did last season was so unprecedented, was so impressive. And the fact that that squad hasn't changed much, to me, tells me they can run it back. They're, they're, they've still got okay. the flow general, the the, 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 the veteran in, in, in Chris Paul. They're, they've still got Devin Booker, one of the, the most impressive shooting guards in, in the mm-hmm. league at the moment. You know, they, they, they've still got uh, the young um, center, uh, his name DeAndre uh, Ayton. escapes me. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton is still there. So, uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, nothing really has changed. I think uh, Cameron Payne is still there. Uh, and Cam Johnson is still there. So, so Cyrus, if, if you look at a squad that took it that far, even at a time when people assumed that the Clippers were going to knock them out because yeah. the, the, you know, the likes of Reggie Jack catching fire and, and you know, poor George also had his games, but still they managed to... I know they got the runner-up trophy or the participation trophy, as one Lee would put it. But still, <laughs> I'm not I'm not writing out the Phoenix Suns, but here's one that's gonna make you smile from here to Tibet and back. Because I know who it is. Because I'm gonna be mentioning State them too. Warriors, Cyrus. Yeah. One of my favorite shooting guards is back. He wears the eleven like I used to wear the eleven in college. Only that my college level is nothing compared. He, he to wears it a bit different. Level. He wears and it a bit he wears it in a professional league. He wears it in a professional league and uses it very differently to how I used it. But mm-hmm. number 11 at the Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson is back. Cyrus, the Splash Brothers are back. They're both fit. Draymond Green is there. Cyrus, they, they brought back Iggy. You know, they're rolling yeah. back the years with Iggy. Championship winning Iggy. Uh, 2015 Finals MVP Iggy. Hey, Cyrus, I, I, you know, just looking at that uh, squad, I'm not sold on Kevin Looney that much, but they got James Kevon Looney is not that guy. That, yeah. But, uh, and then they've got uh, uh, Otto Porter Jr. as an addition, mm-hmm. who I think he is, is going to be a difference maker there. And need I say, maybe Andrew Wiggins will remain motivated, especially because now he's vaccinated, right? Did you see yeah, what I did yes. there? Motivated, vaccinated, <laughs> yeah. educated. You know, will dominated. Yeah, everything. You know, you, you know implicated. So, so Cyrus, <laughs> well, he was, but now. He, exactly. Vindicated. So, vindicated. Uh, Cyrus. I, rejuvenated. Vindicated, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I like the look of your squad. I know you're a diehard Golden State Warrior. I'm surprised you didn't put them in your top three. But I, I believe they could shock a lot of teams that are sleeping on them yeah. because of the uh, the trials they've been trials and tribulations they've been going through over the past couple of years with injuries and, and, and squad changes and that kind of stuff. But I think they're at a point at now where I think they can stabilize. And if there's a team that knows how to come at you offensively, it's the goal is to. 
schools so he knows exactly what he's about winning. Hey, I cannot, I cannot write off the Golden State Warriors. That's why I had to have the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. Look, I get you, and uh, I, I agree with you, Kounder. And and this is so. I'm going to also admit something here, right? I would have put the Golden mm -hmm. State Warriors in my top three because they deserve to but be you're there. Not like me. But the reason I left them out is because I don't want to jinx them. Because I want them to win it all. And as soon as I back them, I know there's going to be problems. I think the Warriors are one of... I mean, they, so my two picks are the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. For a lot of the mm -hmm. same reasons that, that you gave. For me, the Warriors have got a fantastic, fantastic bench. Something they haven't had in the last two to three years. They've generally relied on youngsters over the last couple of years. And this time around, they've got some players who could actually make a difference with some of the young players there. So you've got the Jonathan Kamingas who, uh, and Jonathan Kuminga could really be a really good player for them. And Moses Moody, the two rookies. I think those guys could really do well. But then let's also look at some of the other guys that are on this roster. Mm -hmm. Jordan Poole could potentially be the sixth man of the year and have like a Jordan Clarkson type of breakout season. You mentioned Andrew Wiggins, you mentioned Draymond Green, you mentioned Steph and Clay. Otto Porter Jr., you also mentioned he's going to be important. Nemanja Bialica is going to be another critical piece of them. He is not the biggest center. Um, I mean, he stands at about, and I say biggest, I mean, he's not a seven-footer. So, so this is why I'm saying that. It's not like I'm the same height as yeah. him. The guy is 6'10", but he's got a really great three-point shot on him. And he will help space the floor when uh, when they need to. The Warriors have had a big issue in just not being able to grab rebounds. So that's why they need the likes of Kevon Looney at times. And maybe James Wiseman can really step up. I do think that the likes of Juan Toscano-Anderson will all, like him, um, Michael Mulder. There's got so many guys who could really do a job. And I think that's why the, the Warriors are definitely one to, to keep an eye on. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks, for me, are also an interesting one because, you know, I think Luca could be one of the candidates for MVP. I think the odds on him winning are actually pretty short. Um, so, you know, there's a big chance people are backing him to do something special this season. I've got my reservations about it, primarily because of how hard his nation leaned on him at the Olympics. Because Luka Doncic is special, mm -hmm. there's no question. Um, but it's the, the Mavericks are going to lean even harder than Slovenia did. And, uh, and, and let's see how, how Doncic handles that. Interestingly... The Mavericks have also brought on board Frank Nilekina. And I say that's interesting because he should show up the defensive side of the ball where they yep. haven't had as much defense in the past. And, and you know, if you've got Doncic doing all the legwork going forward, he he's, he's known to not be a great defender. So, you know, Nilekina could really use that long... Um, wingspan of his to to help them on the defensive end i think the mavericks have got a good chance of, of upsetting a lot of people so i think those are our picks those are fantastic um we're sort of running out of time here okay so we've only got a couple of minutes um but i want to ask you just without giving me the reasons why name three players who you think will be in the conversation for mvp this coming season and i think we can expand on that in our next episode okay so Right at the top, I got Luka Doncic. I believe Luka Doncic, he's a special kind of player. You know, there's a special yeah. kind of talent that he brings. Uh, there's always one gentleman who's always in the conversation, although sometimes he gets snubbed because he's beautiful and the rest are ugly. LeBron James. 
And of course, <laughs> at the third spot, I can't front on this young man, Jason Tatum. I think this is the breakout season. Mm. He's going to get mm. into the MVP conversation. So you got Luka Doncic, LeBron James, and Jason Tatum for me. Counter, I am loving a couple of your picks there because uh, we're on the same page for a few of them. I think Doncic will be in, in the conversation. Um, I think Kevin Durant will be in the conversation, though they always say MVP is a young man's game and he's he's not young anymore. Um, and I also agree that Jason Tatum, I, there's something about the way he, he just looks focused. Um, I think this might be another one of those seasons for Jason Tatum. And the reason I haven't brought up Giannis in this conversation is because I think that the Bucks won't utilize him as much in the regular season as they've had as mm-hmm. they've had to in the past because he's done what they needed him to do, which is win a championship. And if they if you don't protect Giannis from himself, he'll play every minute of every game. So I think that Absolutely. might be one of the things that the Bucks do is that you know to try and go and win another championship, they might not push Giannis as much as possible. He could have been the MVP last season with the numbers that he had. But I think those three definite definite picks i'm going to give you one and maybe you can also give me one really left field outside pick for mvp mm-hmm. are you ready for this i'm sitting down the odds on him taking this are astronomical no one believes he can do it and because his team is absolutely horrendous. He, he, um, I think Kemba's odds are, are worse than his, but uh, it's not Kemba. <laughs> like your pick, right. though. Zion Williamson. Look, uh, Cyrus, I'm not mad at that pick. Do you know why? He's actually mm-hmm. in my top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's, he's, he's in my top seven. He was actually at number five. Uh, the reason why I'm worried about Zion Williamson is I think sometimes mm-hmm. his weight and size betray him and, and open him up to injury. I, I'm not sure he well, has uh, learned how foot to Foot surgery play. will do that. But, but even before that, you know, when, when you're out there breaking shoes that are professionally made, it, it, it sometimes shows <laughs> me that you, you don't know how to handle your weight properly at that professional level because college level and, and high school level are different things. When you get to the NBA, yeah, it's a different yeah. story. So I, I, I kind of think uh, even uh, Joel Embiid had the same same kind of thing in his early years. That's why he kept on breaking his feet. And, and, and he would, uh, he, he remember he ended up sitting out two seasons or so. There, there's something yeah. that happens when when you don't know how to play with your weight and and i'm not saying this is a fact it's just my speculation right but he is a a great pick the surprising person for me that you haven't selected who i'm gonna select as as an addition to my three picks is a person who had an mvp caliber season last season Uh who is one Uh of your favorite players who is shooter extraordinaire Stephen Curry I, I think he should go back into that conversation I know he's won this twice before back to back and then mm-hmm. he's also won it unanimously but I think he shouldn't be written off especially now that he's got the other plus brother by his side well the only reason I say that is because he'll have a lot more um, firepower around him Steph won't have to do as much as he did last season and that for me is one of the reasons why I don't think he's going to be the guy um, okay. But it is what it is. Okay, it Kounder. It is what it is. 
we've come to the end of this this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's been incredible. Make sure you keep listening to the Post Up podcast. Visit postupzone.com to see all of the news stories as the new season comes up and interact with us on our social media platforms. We are at Post Up Zone on uh, Instagram and on Twitter, uh, at, at Post Up Podcast on Twitter. Um, I think we're also at Post Up Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. You'll find us as Post Up um, Podcast, Post Up Zone. We are there. We're just posting up. Counter, it's been real. Thank you so much, man. Always a pleasure, my brother. Let's talk basketball. Let's talk NBA. FIBA, Eurobasket, Afrobasket. This is what we do. Euro League. It is indeed what we do. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Keep uh, tuning into the podcast. Find us on supersport.com. You'll see us on that platform too. Till next time, it's goodbye. <laughs>